Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our T-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. I hope you're all blessed. We've heard atheists repeatedly say things and make the assertion that science is a self-correcting system. Is that true? Is science an entity unto itself where it just magically begins fixing problems that it has? I don't recall that ever being the case. I recall science being of a body of scientists who are out there trying to find knowledge and the truth and the information about things. But not all scientists are moral. There's a reason why it is there's such terms as evil scientist or crazy or mad scientist. There are scientists out there who have lied, who have fudged the facts, who have put out junk science and information that simply isn't true. <clears throat> In fact, atheists out there have determined that if you're labeled a certain type of scientist, then you must not be telling the truth. So how can science be self-correcting if the atheist even admits that if a certain type of person or a certain person with a ideology or belief system holds to science, then somehow it's always going to be wrong or false. It's weird how atheists conveniently change their mind on the drop of a dime. Let's take a look at some, ladies and gentlemen. This scientist nearly went to jail for making up data. Let's take a look at this story. This was back in 2016. There's tons and tons more websites and pages that we can look at where scientists were caught and exposed for lying, showing that science is not a self-correcting system. Scientific integrity took another hit Thursday when an Australian researcher received a two-year suspended sentence after pleading guilty to 17 fraud-related charges. The main counts against neuro neuroscientist Bruce Murdoch were for an article heralding a breakthrough in the treatment of Parkinson's disease, and the judge's conclusions were damning. There was no evidence, she declared, that Murdoch had even conducted the clinical trial on which his supposed findings were based. Plus, Murdoch forged consent forms for study participants, one of whom was dead at the time the alleged took place. Plus, Murdoch fraudulently accepted public and private research money for the bogus study published in 2011 in the highest reputable European Journal of Neurology. Your research was such as to give false hope to Parkinson's researchers and Parkinson's sufferers, said Magistrate Tina Provetera, who heard the case in Brisbane. Still, to go to trial in Murdoch's co-author, Caroline Barwood, who also has been charged with fraud. Since 2000, the number of U.S. academic fraud cases in science has risen dramatically. Five years ago, the journal Nature tallied the number of retractions in the previous decade and revealed they had shot up tenfold. About half of the retractions were based on researcher misconduct, 
not just heirs, it noted. The U.S. Office of Research Integrity, which investigates alleged misconduct involving National Institutes of Health funding, has been far busier of late. Between 2009 and 2011, the office identified three cases which caused for action between 2012 and 2015. That number has jumped to 36. And this was just in 2016, ladies and gentlemen. It's gotten much worse. Scientists have been caught repeatedly in lying and doing the things that they have. So whenever you have atheists say things like, well, if scientists say that it's true or if it's fact or evidence, nah, that's not the way it works, ladies and gentlemen. Just because someone wears a label doesn't necessarily mean that everything that's going to come out of them is gospel. I don't put that kind of faith in Christian people any more than I do in scientists, and I'm a Christian myself. I always do my research and study. Atheists are not the critical thinkers that they claim to be. They only seem to question things that they feel as though it goes against their views and ideologies. They don't question science because they want to improve science. They only accept the science that seems to go along with their ideologies and their views. Unfortunately for atheists, there's not a whole lot of science out there that agrees with their godlessness and views and ideology in the first place. So, this is important to point out. It's time for atheists and non-believers out there, including some Christians, to stop being so naive. Just because a bunch of people claim to be scientists doesn't mean that they're morally good or objectively right or always looking out for our best welfare or care about the facts and evidence. Some people just want to get rich. Some people just want to see their face on a magazine. Some people are looking to be promoted. Some people want to be able to get that bigger job, that fancier car, and they'll say and do whatever it takes in order to be able to get what they want. There's a lot of scientists who are influenced by a political agenda. If the politics are wanting a certain thing to be the case, they're going to make it the case. I'll give you a perfect example of something we see in society that is absolute nonsense that has been being argued about for the next couple years and will probably continue for the next decade. Now a person can simply say, hey, I believe that I'm a woman when I was actually born a man. And scientists are now going to say, well, we're liberals and we're Democrats, so let's just go ahead and say that whatever people think in their mind must be true. Does that also mean that anybody out there that thinks they reincarnated or somebody believes that they are the reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe or if someone claims that they're a part of some government agency conspiracy yet they've never even been outside of their home. We're just going to go along with it now? Is that the way we do science now, ladies and gentlemen? We just believe anybody and everybody at any given time? No, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not an idiot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keene. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station, Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless. Many scientists were still instinctively opposed to the idea that the universe had a beginning. 
they felt that a point of creation would be a place where the laws of science broke down, and one had to appeal to religion and the hand of God to determine how the universe would start off. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. This result upset many physicists but it delighted those religious leaders who believed in an act of creation. For here it seemed, was scientific proof. This discovery, was one of the most important in the history of science. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our t-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. As many of you know, there are atheists out there and there are some religious people out there who actually believe in the theory of evolution, believe that humans actually came from some form of monkey, or at least are related to the monkey family. There are atheists and religious people out there who actually believe that they evolved from an amoeba. They believe that they were once a sponge, a fish, a lizard, an amphibian, even walked with dinosaurs and perhaps was a form of dinosaur themselves. They also believed that they were once rodents and so on. Well, I've decided that I want to challenge atheists as well as religious people who believe in the concept of evolution and something. I'm about to show you something that is really unfortunate and really sad. However, it has been scientifically observed that may challenge evolution as well as your perception and have you think differently than what you have been holding on to. What you see here is thousands of videos on YouTube that show us what it looks like whenever some humans suffer from what we refer to as deformities. Let's take a look at some stuff here and then I'll make my point and the challenge will go forward. Here is a man who unfortunately his cheekbones, his skull is protruded and it causes pressure on the inside of his skull that makes his bones stick out the way they're doing. Let's take a look at some other people. This is a man who obviously has a deformity and it's caused some issues with his nose as well as his eye area. This is a person who obviously has some tumors that are in their face that is also causing pressure on their skull and their bones. It's really sad to see these kind of things, but this is observable. People can actually see this.
This is a person that was born without a chin. We're going to continue. This is a child that was born with a giant tumor on their face. Unfortunately, even though doctors tried to remove the tumor, the child would end up passing away due to the surgery. This is a child that was also born with a tumor that covered their mouth as well as their nose. This is a person with tumors that cause their eyes to protrude as well as cause this kind of fish-like look to them. I will get to my point here in a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Just be patient, all right? I hate to show you this kind of stuff, but I want people to be able to be aware of what I'm challenging you on. Now, we have plenty of evidence, ladies and gentlemen, that humans have went through some serious radical changes due to either cancer, tumors, radiation, and other horrible things. There we go. Just a little bit more. And here's a guy who's got some massive changes done to him. Sadly, this is not just common with humans where this happens, but it also happens with animals. Sometimes animals become deformed. They've had some kind of problem. Perhaps there was an accident while the creature itself was pregnant. Or the creature was introduced to some kind of variable in the environment that completely and utterly messed up its blueprint and its template. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You can see for yourself. Also, we have a video where there's a person that his tribe refers to him as a monkey because of his features. That's sad and it's terrible for anybody to be bullied or referred to these type of things. But because of the person's features, there are people out there that refer to him as that. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is this, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, atheists as well as scientists have claimed that they have found the remnants long ago of a figure by the name of Lucy. They took a bunch of scattered bones and put it together and then claimed that this was the case, that this somehow was a transition between man and ape. Now, Lucy has since been debunked, and there has not been any kind of thing like Lucy since then. Lucy is no longer a valid or credible source for atheists or scientists to claim that she had anything to do with the transition over to humanity. We have no other thing like this, even though scientists claim that at some point in time, the entire human race appeared to be like monkeys. All right? So, even if we were to give any credibility or validity to Lucy... How do we know that Lucy wasn't just a deformed animal or a deformed human being? How would you go about being able to figure out if it was anything more than a deformity or a bad mutation due to radiation or something like this? 
Now, Richard Dawkins himself and biologists like to stay away from the concept of mutations because they want to believe that natural selection actually sort of chose for what would happen and how something would change in the environment into a new species of creature. Unfortunately, there's also radiation and terrible things that can be found in nature that can mess you up. But just because a person is deformed or they have these problems physically or a monkey or gorilla or ape has this issue does not mean that whenever it goes to have children or have sex that the child is going to end up with the same deformity or the same features. It's going to come out looking normal. That's if they can even have children in the first place. Or the problem that they have doesn't somehow limit their ability to be able to reproduce. It's just like a dog. If a dog were to get all messed up and it were to stick its head into a barrel or something filled with radiation and it caused the dog's head to split and cause pressure to its skull, if that dog ever has the ability to go ahead and reproduce with another dog, it's going to produce a dog and that dog is not going to have the same problems as the head or the face of the dog that made the mistake of sticking its head in the wrong barrel. So, I would like it if Christians and atheists could explain to me how they could tell the difference between an evolutionary transition or change from that of something or someone who is deformed. Please, if you don't mind, make a video and explain how you would be able to know this, especially if you're using bone fragments from ancient times or billions of years ago, how you would be able to know if that thing that is found is actually a normal transition as opposed to a deformity. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keane. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.